Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of What's the Res, an ongoing conversation about the current resolutions in the world of high school debate. My name is Josh Herring. I'll be your host for this episode. Uh, I'm a debate instructor and humanities teacher at Thales Academy in Rollsville, North Carolina. I'm normally joined on these episodes by my co-host, Ethan Dells, but this afternoon he is off purchasing his first car. So he'll be back for our next episode, I'm sure. But for today, I want to go over a uh, Lincoln-Douglas framework. So as you know, if you listen to this show regularly, we do a variety of kinds of episodes. Our bread and butter, our resolution analysis episodes, but we also do expert interviews. We do... Uh, we, we really do quite a few other things as well, including technique episodes, and I guess this fits as one of those, where for the next 10 to 15 minutes or so, I want to speak on uh, the idea of teleology as a Lincoln-Douglas framework. On one of our premium episodes, I debated against John Bagwell. He did. He's, he's an adult, uh, he's, uh, and he, when he was a high school student, he debated Lincoln-Douglas, and we debated each other. Uh, back last May, May of 2019, on the uh, about the adversity score that was recently dropped as a, an article, or um, the Wall Street Journal dropped an article about the adversity score, and we thought that would be a great material for a debate. Well, in that debate, John used teleology as a framework, and that kind of got me thinking about the usages of the word teleology and how it really might be quite helpful. Since then, uh, I've been teaching a philosophy course, and we've just finished covering Plato's Republic, and we're now in Aristotle's Nicomachean Ethics, and teleology has become one of the major things that keeps coming up each day. As we're getting ready for the upcoming 2019-2020 competitive season, I thought it might be helpful to some folks, whether you're competing with the Thales team or if you're at a different school, uh, to know about teleology and how that just might help with framing uh, framing your debate cases. So, Let's start with defining the term. Teleology is a philosophy of purpose. It's coming from the Greek word telos, that literally means purpose. That word can also mean end or goal, but we're talking about the reason for which something exists, and we're talking about the telos. Now, uh, I'm, I'm going to appeal to two primary sources in philosophy for this episode. The first is from Plato in his book, The Republic, particularly in book two of that. Socrates gets into a discussion with Glaucon and Thrasymachus about the nature of the good. And as part of that, they get into the discussion of the relationship between a thing, its end, and the good that is measurable between them. Aristotle picks up that same argument in his book, Nicomachean Ethics, book one, carrying that forward in the next generation of philosophical analysis. Here in a nutshell is the argument. Plato suggests that everything that exists has a good that it can in fact accomplish. Uh, So whether I'm talking about a coffee mug or a car, there's some good that that thing accomplishes. Whether we're talking about a discipline, uh, uh, Plato argues that the good of medicine is health. The good of a ship is transportation from one place to another, and so on. But the way that we know that good is that we measure that good according to how well it achieves its purpose. This is where Aristotle kind of builds on Plato's idea. Everything that exists has a good, and every good is visible in as much as it achieves its purpose. So I can then measure, not only can I measure a coffee cup by how by the fact that it carries that it holds my coffee, I can also then use that to determine whether or not uh, the, it's a good coffee mug. 
If it has a chip on the edge and it doesn't hold coffee as well, well, that's less good than a perfectly formed coffee mug. If my car only has three wheels instead of four, on the measure of achieving its purpose of getting me from work to home, it is less good than a car with four wheels. Now, this word good is often one that we use in debate and even in normal conversation without bothering to define it. Last time I looked, I was looking at a Merriam-Webster High School Dictionary. The word good, in that dictionary at least, had 16 different definitions. Good is a very ambiguous term. What do we mean by saying, oh, that's good, I like that? Well, often we mean that it, it functions well. And in that kind of usage, teleology can be very effective. Because what we, if we, in order to use this concept of teleology, we need to know first what a thing's purpose is and then be able to determine whether the thing lives up to its purpose. If the purpose of my car is to get me from work to home, well, then whether or not I have air conditioning in my car is really irrelevant. Uh, that, that doesn't affect the purpose. But if I can't get my car to start, now my car is less excellent. So... That then is really the essence of teleology. It's a relatively simple concept where we really kind of walk through the basics. Everything that exists has a good that is unique to it. Each good is measurable in as much as it achieves the purpose for which that thing exists. Well, how then do we use this as a framework in Lincoln Douglas? Uh, so I think this is particularly appropriate for any kind of policy or document-based resolution. Uh, if we have like the current resolution uh, for NSDA is looking at uh, how colleges, whether or not colleges and universities should use standardized testing to evaluate decisions. Well, that's a document-based, in a sense, uh, argument that we'll get to in a moment. It's really more of an institution-based argument. Uh, if you had a resolution that was appealing to the Constitution or the Declaration of Independence or any kind of founding documents that would establish purpose, right now the public forum resolution is dealing with whether you, the European Union should or should not join the Belt and Road Initiative. Well, in which case, I have one student who went digging into the European Union founding documents, and part of what she found was that the EU has been very clear about their purposes for existing. Well, suddenly, once we have the purpose of something, we can use that to determine whether or not the thing that currently exists aligns with its purpose. So let me use that both of those examples. Let's start with the EU. If we've said that the purpose of the EU is to affirm human rights in, an, in a certain kind of economic uh, relationship, well, if that's its purpose, then we can evaluate the choice of whether or not the EU should join uh, the Belt and Road Initiative by whether it meets that purpose. Does joining the Belt and Road Initiative help the EU to, uh, to respect human rights through their economic relationship? Well, in which case, we would quickly find that it does half of that. It does, in fact, expand the EU's economic relationship, but it becomes very troubling on the human rights register. China is not a huge respecter of human rights. So by using the idea of the purpose of the EU to evaluate its political choice, suddenly we've got a way to decide whether this action is good or bad for the EU, based on the stated purpose in its founding documents. Now notice what I'm not doing there. I'm not using my personal preference. I'm also not using a ton of statistical evidence, and I'm not operating on a level of, uh, of uh, what in fact is the case. Instead, I'm trying to get a bit above that to what should be the case and what's, what the European Union has stated should be the case for itself based on its purpose. 
Well, let's try the same framework with the Lincoln-Douglas resolution, uh, which reads, college, in the United States, colleges and universities ought not use uh, standardized testing to evaluate undergraduate admissions decisions. Well, here... We need to go back to the question first and foremost. Our first question for using teleology is what's the purpose? Well, in that case, I need to go look at the founding documents or the statement of purpose. A lot of colleges will have a statement of purpose where they'll explain straight up this is why they exist. Well, in which case, now we can use that to say, okay, a college has said of itself that this is its purpose. Perhaps it's to form a certain kind of academic community. Perhaps it's to uh, expand access to social capital. Perhaps it's to create a community of inclusivity and diversity. Whatever a college states to be its purpose, we can then use that to then say, okay, will this decision help accomplish that purpose or not? This, in a nutshell, is how teleology would work. Within a standard Lincoln-Douglas format, I would probably encourage setting up purpose as the value and alignment with the purpose as the value criterion, in which case I can use whether or not the action helps me achieve the purpose as the idea for uh, actually accomplishing uh, the, the goal. And that then becomes the way that all of my arguments are going to be aligned. Well, thank you for joining me for this special short episode of What's the Res? I hope that you find a discussion of teleology helpful. Uh, this is not all there is to say about teleology, but if you're brand new to Lincoln Douglas or you're looking for a different framework to try, uh, I would encourage you to check out Plato's Republic Book 2 and Aristotle's Nicomachean Ethics Book 1 as the source material for this idea. And really, it's a pretty helpful idea because it's, it's a very easy-to-communicate strategy. If we can determine a purpose, we can know what the good of something is. And once we know whether something is good based on how well it aligns with its purpose, we get past the subjectivity of something being good because I like it or you like it. So it becomes a very helpful way to set up an argument. Uh, my name is Josh Herring, and I look forward to joining you next time for more What's the Res. If you like what you've heard, be sure to let us know. You can email us at whatstherez at gmail.com, or you can get in touch with us over our various social media pages. We're on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Reddit at the hashtag at whatstherez underscore, we're also uh, accessible over at uh, Facebook.com at Facebook.com slash What's the Res. And do also know that we do, a, uh, we do a stream of premium debates. I referenced one earlier between myself and John Bagwell debating the uh, adversity score from the College Board. Uh, if you want to check those out, you can find those at whatstherez.podbean.com slash premium. And until next time, work hard, speak well, and seek truth. Mm-hmm.